0: podcast, Answer Man, episode number 96. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and I have a special guest in the studio with me today. Hey there, Cliff. It's Chef Mark. Chef Mark. From the Culinary Media Network. Yes, sir. Experiencing his very first time ever in the great state of Kentucky.
1: Yes, the home of birthplace of Lincoln. That's right, man. And many other things like great bourbon.
0: Great bourbon. All right. So, folks, we are glad to be in the studio here today. And, uh, we're going to, uh, basically get back to the original format. Not, not to mention, not to say that there is any particular format that I have ever kind of promised to, to stick to, but well, obviously. You've been very versatile. That's right. You know, we, we do a little bit walking around and talking and doing product reviews. We do question and answer. We do interviews. We, all, all those different things. But lately, Things have uh, been on, we, we really got onto the whole, you know, is podcasting dead thing going there for a little bit. We beat that one dead. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Or it was beaten dead by certain people. At least I hope, I hope the, the thought that podcasting is dead is now dead. So, I mean, there, you know, we can keep, we'll, we'll keep talking
1: about this for a long time, but you know, the, the idea of people creating stuff and putting it out there is absolutely not dead. And So you say the roots of this show, Podcast Answer Man, are about helping people figure it out in in, a technical way. Like, well, what is the technical stuff I need to do? But also, you know, I think we also like the idea of talking theoretically about, well, what is what is podcasting? Because it's something that's that's shaped by individual people making their own
0: choices. So, you know, whatever you want to talk about. That's really where podcasting will go. Exactly. And so we, we, I'm sure the the conversation on on that topic will continue to, to go on. Um, now, uh, the other thing is, and of course, uh, we have not yet released these episodes, uh, episode number 93, 94, and 95 yet. However, all three of those are back-to-back interviews with other podcasters. Yeah. And so, and, and, not to mention 92 is out there. Father Roderick, I finally got a chance to, to say, Hey, you and I on Skype together for about an hour. Let's, let's, let's actually talk face to face or, or microphone to microphone. Cliff anyway. is doing a shout
1: out to Father Roderick right now because he's wearing his SQPN shirt. I am.
0: I, I, I'm the representing West podcast. Network. I am a member of the SQPN network, uh, community and a very proud member of that community of people and, and. Excellent podcasting, and so uh, that was episode number 92 which in, in the plus member only feed. Now, this podcast here, not sure if it's free or, or, or public, so uh, if, 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 it's, if it's out in the public and, and you're getting this on the free feed, then congratulations, and if you're interested in hearing some of those interviews, uh, become a plus member, yeah. and there'll be information about that at the end. But I want to talk about that, because I yeah. think I, I was one of, it's now just over a year since Cliff
1: has started doing this um, full-time. Mm-hmm. you know you've been doing this for a while but this is your job this is your profession you are a professional full-time podcaster as am i in mm-hmm. a certain sense i mean i obviously i spend some of my time cooking for people um but i spend a good amount of my time creating media for you know for the whole world to see and hear i do videos and audio shows and i just think it's so cool because cliff had wanted to do this or or it was like an idea but it wasn't anything you thought you could do because you said, well, you know, I got to put food on the table. I have to have a re- regular job. And people encouraged you. And I was one of those people encouraging yeah. you. Yeah. And it's amazing to see you a year later I know. doing this. And it's it's working. It's doing well. And I think it's because you're passionate about this. You're committed to it. Yeah. And you're you're hungry. And meaning that you're always looking for new ways to go with this business. And that's the cool thing about podcasting. You can make it whatever you want. And
0: there is There really is no limit, Alan. Uh, I mean, obviously, a lot of people say, "Well, Cliff, can you just teach me how to do everything, how you did it?" And it's like, "Well, no, because it's me." Yeah, I mean, I a, first of all, I made a bunch of mistakes <laughs> that I wouldn't want anyone to do. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. We all have. I've done a. I've done some really things that weren't the great way of doing
0: it. Yeah, and so, and the thing is, is that you know, my my passions are my passions. So instead, what I what I have to do is like, okay, let's forget about Cliff for just a minute because I don't want you to be Cliff because, well, obviously, you know the. You, you and I be competing for each other now, <clears throat> but seriously, what I do is for those clients uh, that that really want to duplicate. I, I basically ask them: I said, "Tell me what you're passionate about." You know, forget about the immediate immediate success of of starting a podcast devoted to a television show that's immediately going to be Google searched and and all of a sudden you're going to have lots of listeners. Because if that's your if because here's the deal: that was never what I never started those shows. For to gain audience numbers,
1: right? You know, it wasn't, st- it wasn't out of SEO. Exactly. It was it was out of you loved talking it was, about whatever it was, whatever, exactly. whatever that show was that attracted people, is because you loved talking about it. That's correct.
0: And so, uh, while I may have started some shows, uh, some podcasts that I was passionate about those TV shows, and it gained a lot of listeners, I still have very many shows where I'm just as passionate, sometimes even more passionate about some of the other topics. And when I launched those, they didn't get the same kind of numbers. They you know, I, I was lucky to you know see sixty people download after four or five or six months. But you know what? The audience, I, I still have the same respect for that audience. And 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 those sixty people listening to that, I mean that that's that's huge. And and we share that passion together and stuff like that. And I devote sometimes I will devote just as much time to a podcast that I produce with an audience of sixty to one hundred and fifty to two hundred people, then I do. Well, actually, there are times when I spend more time devoted to those than I do the shows where I have twenty five thousand listeners. Yeah, it's it's about the material, not about the the audience, not about the size of the audience, right? It, yeah. and, and and so I I tell people it's it's about what 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 drives you, what are you passionate about, what excites you, yeah, and and I will tell you there are people out there. That actually say, you know what, I am not a fan of such and such, but I listened to one of your episodes and you were so excited. It got me excited. Right. And I had yeah. no idea why I was excited, but I, I went out and I started participating in this. I've had people talk, you know, I, I talk about food. I'm passionate about food. I love it. And I love culture. And obviously, I think food is
1: the best way of of understanding a culture and I have people say the exact same thing. They say, you know, I, I was never really a foodie or into this or into that or or I'm not a great cook. I say, well, first of all, you don't have to be a great cook to love food. But people have said, hey, I, I started listening to your shows and wow, I never knew that about, you know, I tend to be a, a detail geek. So I talk about the facts and the trivia and, and all this stuff and people are like, wow, I never knew that, that all of that is is transmitted through the food, you know, the culture and all the, the details. Um, so they get excited about it because it's something I love. If, if I was just being like, "Okay, I'm just doing this to do it," well, it would be obvious.
0: Or, or you know, I see a potential audience out here, and, he, and let me come in and fill the void. Right. It, I I've, I've had a lot of people that have come uh, come along the way. I've seen those people, and they come and they go. Yeah, because this is not a, any kind of get rich quick, and no,
1: no business is a get rich quick business. There's no such thing. People who think that there's a get rich quick business. <laughs> It just doesn't happen. Those That's people right. didn't get rich quick. It took them no. a long time to quickly get rich.
0: But so that <laughs> I had an email come in, Mark, last week from somebody, and it says, listen, Cliff, I want to start a podcast, and I have a blog already, and we are the most popular blog in this field. But what I need you to do is I need you to tell me how to get the word out to where I have thousands of listeners immediately, and I, I, I need to know right off the bat, how to set it up to where only some of our content's available for free and some's available for a fee and tell me how in the world do I convince those listeners to start paying me money? To pay me money. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not the type of consulting that I do. Well, also in a way, the people who do well in with those setups
1: with where they're making money, some kind of income from their audience, it's not so much because they're asking their audience for money it's more because the audience is saying hey you should charge for this yeah and so it, when you get to the point where your audience is telling you to charge for what you're doing that's when you do it that's you don't exactly do it, it the other way around and yeah. i know a lot of people who have done that they're giving people are like i'm amazed you're giving this away for free you need to be charging you need to be doing this you need to be doing that you need to sell a dvd you need to you know put this out on tape you need to do this and that's when you know that it's the time is
0: right i've i I've, I, I i fault the whole you know, charging people forever. I, I thought, you know, this is crazy. This is my passion. This is, this is a, and for me, I always said these words for me this was just a hobby this is something i just love to do i mean there's and and i had this whole understanding is like this you know you you get paid to do things you don't like to do and that was uh, of course every we we had a lot of discussions about this and i i always
1: said look one of my favorite favorite quotations is an old chinese saying that says something along the lines of the happy man is the one for whom there is no distinction between work and play yeah you don't get paid to do things you don't want to do the goal is to try to make it to where you're getting paid to do the things you love to do. And it's a mindset in our culture that, we, that we're working to change. I think everyone can be happy and do things they love to do and be productive and make a good living. And we can all be we can have a, a, a prosperous society. We don't have to hate what we do. Everyone's hate. No. There's a, oh god, I hate going to work. Oh, man, you're lucky. You get to do what you like. I said, no, no, no. I have to do what I love. Yeah, I wouldn't be a happy person. Right. If I wasn't doing the thing that I love.
0: Yeah, and, and that's exactly, I mean, my entire perspective on, on living, on work, on life has completely radically been changed as a result of what I do now. And um, I really have to say I love the book 48 Days to the Work You Love by, um, oh gosh, Dan Miller. And uh, one of the quotes from one of his books is that um, what you have to do is you have to find something you love to do so much that you'd be willing to do it for free. But then what you have to do is study it, learn how to do it better than anybody else so that one day people will pay you to do what you love. Yeah. And, and, and also to realize that one day is today. Exactly. You don't have to wait for one.
1: People have this idea that one day, someday, it's this place far off in the future. There is no someday. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Only day that exists is today. So you have to figure out, well, okay, how am I going to make it today happen in that way, that that you're doing what you love and yep. you're getting paid to do it in such a way that you can put food on the table.
0: Yeah. And so when people started saying, you know, Cliff, you are to think about doing this, you know, as a career. And I'm and I thought to myself, well, yeah, I could see myself maybe in five years down the road. And uh, it, it really started. me. I mean, people were literally left and right con- confirmation after confirmation, affirmation, maybe after after affirmation. And it was always, you know, Cliff, you got to understand you all, you, you may think you have so much to learn, which you do. Okay. And, and I clearly understand I have so much that I don't yet know that I want to know and want to learn. But what, what became really clear to me when I started to take my first couple of consulting jobs was how much I already know more than other people who, I mean, just what I do know now. Is already so far beyond. After having the experience that I have and just the technical knowledge, there are so many people that would be willing to pay money to to learn how to do those things, and and it's like, wow, really? And and there's a part of it that I think is interesting. There's,
1: um, and I think this is germane to any kind of podcasting discussion because anyone who's going to do a podcast needs to kind of create this mindset. There's something about declaring that you are the thing that actually creates the you know what is needed for you to do it. It's not the other way around. It's not that you do it and then you can call yourself the thing. And I think our society tells us that. Okay, you go to a school, you you learn how to do something, and some powerful person who's got lots of experience dubs you worthy and gives you a degree, and now you are a whatever, a doctor, a lawyer, uh, whatever. And it's the other way around. It's the power of declaration. It's by declaring your, that you are something – and then you start doing the things that that person does, right? Yep. If you are a podcaster, well, what is the stuff that the podcaster does? If you're a business owner, well, what is it that an entrepreneur does? Yep, you know. And it's that it's it's not the other way around. And I think people who get that they they are able to start it. You can you can study something for years and never feel like you're a real whatever. And we, we get this in the personal chef industry. A lot of people come to this from other professions, and I think a lot of times they're scared. They're like, well, how? you know, who's going to believe that I'm a chef? I didn't go to the the Cordon Bleu and I wasn't in a restaurant and la-da-da-da. I'm going to say, well, if you will believe you're a chef when someone's paying you to be a chef, well, you've said, look, I'm a chef, hire me, they hire you. And then you're like, okay, I got to do this. Yeah. And it's not out of fear. It's out of, oh, okay, I can I can do this. And then once you do it a few times, you're like, of course I can do this.
0: The And and to go along with that is – what I learned is it is to find what you do and, and find a focus and 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 stay focused on it. Uh, for example, one of the things that I was concerned about is like, yeah, okay, I'm going to call myself a podcast consultant. That's that's what I'm going to do. But I was initially I was tempted to say, well, you know, I'll do that. But you know, just to make sure I have enough potential clients out there. I'm also going to do general technology consulting and I'll 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 hire myself out to local businesses to to talk about, you know, whether or not they're efficient with their technology. You know, let's let can I do a, a review of your 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 use of technology in your office? And and I was thinking about all these different things and somebody gave me some really wise advice. They said, "Listen, I tell you what, focus on your podcasting consulting and and become the best at that." And and really try to do the best you can to be to stay away from the temptation of doing all those other things, because if you become the person who know, you know, this is what you do, then that's going to people are going to be drawn to that because it's like, well, this is the guy. And I remember, and of course, this was st- when I started Podcast Answer Man almost 100 episodes ago, uh, I was still very much doing this as a hobby. And I remember struggling, I mean, literally struggling internally with calling myself the podcast answer man. Believe me that, that, oh, how arrogant is that to call
1: yourself the podcast answer man? There might be other answer men who know more, but who cares? That's not the point. You're not saying that you're the best and you have it all. You're saying, okay, this is what I do. I can provide answers. And, and so interestingly enough, you, you, you're still getting questions. You're still getting people calling in with, with questions and, and uh, they're wanting advice in a technical way. Um, and otherwise. So we have some of those today, don't we?
0: Absolutely. And so uh, we are going to address quite a few phone calls that have come in. Now, the thing is, is uh, I have picked uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, seven calls in front wow. of us here. And out of these seven calls, I don't know if they are questions, comments uh, regarding old content, but we're just going to hit play yeah, on the it'll be a
1: grab bag. And, and, and there's no shortage of opinion from either Cliff or Chef Mark.
0: That's right. And so here's our first caller.
2: Hey Cliff and Stephanie, this is Wayne Henderson. I just wanted to call just a quick note, mostly I guess for My Crazy Life, but I listen to uh, quite a few of your podcasts, My Crazy Life, Almost Daily Devotional, Podcast Answer Man, Help I Got a Mac, and I always tap my iPhone screen and see what kind of uh, lyrics that you put in there. And I've noticed over the past week you've really gotten refocused on those and there's lots of excellent messages in there, and informative as well as just personal messages to people. I just want to thank you for making use of the uh, lyrics in uh, in your podcast. I know that they can be used also on uh, iPods and maybe even for on the Zoom, but it's just great. I thank you, Cliff. Talk to you later. This is Wayne. <laughs> Bye.
0: All right, Wayne. And, thank and you.
1: That is great. That is an advanced feature of the ID3 tag. It was added into the ID3 tag um, protocol and a lot of people aren't using it, and it's it's funny because I use an iPhone. So when I get a, a podcast, obviously I'm going to look to see if there's a a is there a show graphic that appears, mm-hmm. and uh, B when you tap it is our lyrics going to show up? Meaning the full show notes. And the beautiful thing about the lyrics is that it's a rather large field. You can put a lot of information in there. Ton of put inf- full show notes. Every you, everything that you would put in your in your blog post, you can put in the lyrics. You could literally write an ebook. In the lyrics. Yeah. I'm serious. You don't want to, but, uh, (laughs) but you could, I mean, you could, other people have done it to put transcripts in. Yeah. I believe, uh, I'm not sure if Grammar Gold does it, but I know that she provides transcripts Mm -hmm. to uh, all of her audio shows online and that's a place where you could put that. So if you're going to do a, a a short or a long podcast and you're offering a transcript, you could put it right in the lyrics.
0: Yeah. So, so here's a couple thoughts, uh, along this. The first thing I want to say uh, to would be podcasters, existing podcasters, experienced podcasters, uh, and and I, I I know a lot of experienced podcasters that 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 run into this. Number one, don't assume everybody has an iPod. Okay, no, because a lot of people out there go out. They they've heard about podcasting. They are extremely excited about podcasting. They don't want to spend $200 on a on an iPod that they've never used before. And and they think, you know, it's like, well, I I don't want anything to do with Apple. And, And I was one of those people for a long time um and and so i don't judge those people but the thing is they go they can go to walmart or any other store and for 39 dollars they can pick up a little cube that's about the size of a you know just a little bit larger than a die and it's got a little digital display on it and, and it, they can hold you know four gigs worth of mp3 files and they yeah. download your 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 podcast and stuff like that so and it may not display anything. I mean, it may not even have a display. Well, the thing is, is is most of them that do have displays, they they the one thing they do is they actually run everything off of ID3, meaning right. that you might name your file like um, 001 podcast answer man dash whatever dot MP3. The truth is, though, with a majority of those non iPod MP3 players, they drag that on there if you're if you, and these are ID3 tags that we're talking about the metadata that's stored inside of an MP3 file. If you have not given your podcast a name in the artist field, uh, in the album field, and in the in the title, uh, then what happens is you don't show up. Basically, right. there the it's these, like a blank file. I mean, it the
1: file's there, but there's no list. There's, there's no, no list. There's no name in the list, so it's hard to to. Uh, to
0: navigate exactly some so of these players so you if you have one of these in front of you you have one of these in your hand and you're trying to choose what you're going to listen to next that you have stored on this little drive it says do you want to search by playlist here's the, here's the different playlist you have here's the album right and it organizes the them artist, alphabetically or here's the title and it's out and it's all alphabetical and if you have blank fields you don't show up it's on the drive but you don't show up so or you,
1: and you might you might end up navigating to it by by sort of just just pressing play and and fast forward but you won't know what you're you have to listen to it a little bit to figure out what it is so this is this is a
0: great example if you want people to to download it and actually listen to it you got to give them the tools to find it Exactly. And so, um, now, here's here's some interesting news, if you didn't know this already. iTunes, if they actually download iTunes, which is free, and they can use it to subscribe to podcasts, download them, and then drag them over to these little devices. Now, if they do that, iTunes will provide... ID three tags for you based upon your RSS feed, so it'll actually provide it'll pull information. It'll pull information and it will give it a, a title and an album and an artist name. Um, and actually, in in those fields, it'll overwrite whatever you manually put in. It's just right. going to happen, uh, which is not a big deal. But you want to make sure that you're still tagging it yourself. Because if in in the event that they're not using iTunes to get your MP3 files, which is very likely for those people, uh, then, you know, you want to be able to show up. So with that, I always make certain to tell all my consulting clients, please don't assume everybody has an iPod because they don't. No. okay. Uh, But at the same time, though, I mean,
1: it it doesn't hurt anything to have all those fields filled out. And I think I know a lot of uh, experienced podcasters who are used to doing it the old way, they didn't have that lyrics field. They don't fill it in and it and it's just like it's it's wasted space. Yep. You could A either show have your show notes or your information that you wanted to put in there or you can have information about your website. So let's say someone is getting this this um, this podcast off of iTunes and you really have a lot of stuff on your website where you're gonna upsell people. I mean this is where the business part comes in and the money making. So let's say you do have premium content. Let's say you do have a service that you're selling you, mm-hmm. you have a product that you're selling, you can put information about that product and how to get there right in the lyrics tag. So, you know, you, you click on it for me. I put my show notes and information about the subject, but I also at the very bottom of every single lyrics, I say a production of the culinary media network, www.culinarymedianetwork.com. So that people can know if, if they got that as an individual episode or if they subscribe to the feed via iTunes or some other way, and they, they never saw my website. They don't know my website. They can go and find it. They can go and they go, wow, look, look at all this stuff. So this, I like food. Let me go. Let me bookmark this, or subscribe to the RSS feed, or just keep coming back.
0: That's right. And and so basically, the, with with the amount of and we're talking millions of people who have iPhones and iPod touches today, and these are the two devices that really are the the key devices that take advantage of this lyrics tag. And so basically, any ID3 tag editor that you have mm-hmm. uh, will ha, should have the ability to enter in lyrics. And for example, uh, Wayne talks about the fact that he, he he likes to read what I do. Sometimes I get a little creative. And I write just funny stuff. Sometimes I'll write, you know, hey, I wonder if anybody ever reads these lyrics tags. If so, email me this password. Ah, you know, and, 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 and I just I just see what the effect. And, and, and I guess I haven't read that far down on some of them because well, I haven't seen that. It, well, the thing is, is, is I just randomly throw that in. And sometimes I actually do it to see if they scroll to the bottom. And, and it, it never fails. When I do it, I get 30, 40, 50 emails saying, hey. <laughs> Just want to let you know, Boba Fett, you know, it's like, it's like, okay. So they, they, they read that. That's cool. And, uh, and, and of course, like I said, like you said, it's a great way to help, um, support the people may not recognize the fact that, you know, here we are, this is episode 96 and that the last episode that they got for free was episode 93. They may not even be aware that there was a 94 and 95 that they didn't get. And not only that, this may be the very first episode
1: they hear for whatever reason. Exactly. stumbled upon this. So they're like, well, who are these guys? And it goes back to one of those things you've always said. Always introduce yourself. Always get a little plug about who you are and what you do. Real brief. You know, you don't want to bore the 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 regular listeners by like, well, they know that. But, you know, you give a quick thing. Hey, this is this is Chef Mark Tafoya. I'm the executive. I'm a personal chef in New York City and the executive producer of the Culinary Media Network. At www.CulinaryMediaNetwork.com. I say that at the beginning of every show. So that, hey, if you're a brand new listener, you're like, oh, okay, I I have a general sense of what this show's about.
0: Yep, exactly. So lyrics tags, very cool. And, uh, you know, you basically, if you haven't heard about lyrics tags in in the uh, ID3 tags, and that's all brand new to you, uh, feel free to email me for more information, feedback at gspn.tv. So let's move on to our next call.
3: Hello, this is Victoria, and I'm from Oregon, and I'm calling with a question for the podcast, Answer Man. My question is that I have a couple of podcasts that I've been uh, doing for um, over a year now, going on a couple of years, and I'm getting to the point to where I'm trying to set up for doing phone interviews, and I'm kind of lost as to exactly how to do that. I bought an extra computer, a laptop, for that, because I don't want to do all my recording on one computer, but I just don't know what the setup is. A lot of the setups that I find online are seem just really confusing. So I was wondering if you had any advice on that, or how do you conduct phone interviews or re- and record them if you've ever done that? Thanks a lot. Bye.
0: All right, Victoria. There. Uh, thank you, first of all, for the question. And uh, you're a relatively new listener. I have not heard from you before, and so I'm glad to have you call in this excellent question. And, and it's a question that I get an awful lot.
1: It's a question that keep, comes up for for all of us, even the experienced ones. I mean, mm-hmm. we're always trying to find new and different ways of doing this. And I don't. What's beautiful about podcasting is that there there are a lot of ways of doing. it. There is no one sort of perfect solution. Yeah. And I think the question, the the question always becomes, well, what do you specifically want to do? Right. Not just, I mean, it, it, there are a lot of ways of bringing phone calls in.
0: Tons of ways. Um, first of all, you're talking specifically interviews, so so it's got to be live interactive so you can talk to them. They can respond to you. So, But there are still many ways that you can do that. Let me tell you one of the easiest ways, and it's free but not the best quality, and that is to basically call any number of free services that provide conference calling features with recording. Um, there there are a number of them. Um, I know TalkShoe is one. Free conference calling. Uh, if you just do a Google search for free conference calling and you'll find a whole variety of, of different services out there. And basically what you do is you create a user account. And they give you a telephone number to call, uh, like a four or five digit PIN number, and then you dial in and there's a little code to actually start recording. Uh, Now, not all free conference calling has the recording features, but I think pretty much anyone that's going to rise on the top uh, in the Google ranks is going to definitely have some recording features.
1: Yeah, most of those do. And the issue to keep in mind there is that obviously you're going to be limited in your quality Um, most phone lines, just a regular phone, if you're talking into your handset, I think it's maximum eight, uh, 8,000 Hertz, 8,000 Hertz. Right. So eight kilohertz is the recording quality of of VoIP, a VOIP, uh, Skype and things like that are 22. And then of course, you know, like what we're doing here, well, there, you know, you you have good quality. Yeah. Right? We have so some very decent quality we're here. recording, you know, right in person, but, but there are, there are a lot of ways of going about it. And, uh, it's a matter of how much you want to spend or how good quality you want. Yeah. Um, if you're doing it a lot, obviously it makes sense to maybe not use these kind of free services that would record it for you because, you know, if it's, if that's going to be the general sound of your podcast, that might start to drive people away. Yeah. If, if over time the quality isn't super great. Um, I do something which I, I guess is kind of like the next step up from that. I use I use VoIP, I use Skype uh, to to make phone calls, and I will either call someone on Skype, meaning we're we're talking through the VoIP, the Voice over Internet mm-hmm. Protocol, and we're getting a higher quality, or I'll call to their landline. So at least on my end, I'm getting a, a, a higher quality recording, and then the you know we have the the limited uh, quality of the phone call that 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 person has. Um, but then the solution for this is I don't need any equipment. I'm able on my Mac to use a program called Audio Hijack Pro, which allows me to take the the sound from the Skype call and record it onto my system. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are uh, ones recorders, Skype recorders for the PC, which I used to use. So I, you know, I've been a PC user a lot longer than I've been a Mac user. So I used things like Pretty May and Pamela, and there's a bunch of them. You know, they they work okay. Uh, some work better than others. Uh, but they will definitely record your phone call. So so those are equipment less ways of achieving that result. Right.
0: So, so basically, um, the, so basic. You, you have the conference calling where you both dial into the number, hit record, and let them record the, where both you and your person on the other end is, is low quality. Uh, you have the opp- opportunity to do Skype to Skype. Now, Skype to Skype is really amazing. If you have somebody that's technically advanced enough, they have a good high bandwidth connection to the internet. I mean, it, it's kind of like the, the stars have to align a little bit to, to make it work right. But let me give you an example can- here. And uh, I'm just going to scroll a little bit in advance. Uh, if you go back to episode 92 of Podcast Answer Man, this is Father Roderick, who was in... Uh, a- Amersfoort in the Netherlands and'm I mean I have my parishioners I, I'm a priest in a, in a in a parish in a number of parishes here and, and people in Holland at least in the part where I live are very
1: direct and so you often get criticism but it's never as blunt and as uh, outrageous as some of the criticism that you would get on the internet by people that you don't even know absolutely <laughs> like, oh, who are you well, and why do you even
0: okay and so yeah. that gives you the example of what you can do with Skype to skype and the cool thing is that see he. He's using a good
1: microphone, a mm-hmm. good quality microphone and a nice setup, and he's running through his mixer and then into Skype. So so what Cliff gets on his end is a good quality uh, input from yes. from Father Roderick on that end.
0: Yeah, and, and both of us were running what we'll call a, a Skype Mix Minus. And, uh, and, and, basically what I'm going to suggest, if anybody's out there and they're, you're, you're interested in more details about how to get some of these things done, uh, you can always email me feedback at gspn.tv. And what I will do, um, there, you have two options, really. Uh, one, I can email you. You can request in the email saying, Hey, can you provide me links to the two free resources that you have for recording these things? And basically I've got at podcastanswerman.com. There's a section called tech tips. I, I show this thing called a broadcast host, which let me just hit call real quick here and uh, take a listen to this. Caller. Is That's there a caller on the line? So, so I mean, basically, I have a, I have an, a piece of equipment called a, a broadcast host, which allows me to bring my telephone line right into my mixer, and I can make calls out, receive calls, and I record it just as clear as what you just heard, only... Um, the good news is that m- all of my side of the conversation is what you're hearing right now as my voice, and only the person I'm interviewing sounds like they're on the telephone at 8,000 hertz. But that's very, people are very much used to that. It sounds like professional radio. Just like I ate
1: most of the radio stations do exactly that. They call people on the phone. They have their guests. Their important guests
0: are just on a regular old phone line. And I will tell you that I do quite a bit of consulting for people who are uh, radio talk show hosts who actually are are looking to take their shows, record them, and re-listen to some of this podcast now. And so I've been in the radio stations, and I want to tell you, the JK Audio broadcast host, is the main source of equipment that they use. As a matter of fact, the exact box that I have here is at one of the radio stations here in Cincinnati, Ohio. So uh, it, it, it's not the cheapest way to go, but it is definitely what the professionals use in it, and it works. Uh, so here, here's what I'm going to suggest that if you want more information on this, I have two excellent sources of free information. There's a, there's a post that I did that shows you a diagram everything of how to do the JK Audio with that piece of equipment. Actually, I think your video is really, really the cool thing. Yeah, actually, I was just going to say there are three free resources. And the other one is a video, and it's Podcast Answer Man. uh, And I'm going to tell you one second because I'm going to do a a search here for it right now. And
1: while he's doing that, I'll talk about it because I think it's really cool. He did this screen capture Um, And it was screen capture, but it was also um, a video. You recorded a video of the literal setup. He showed the mixer. He showed the cables. He showed where they went. So you can recreate this for yourself if you've got a mixer. Um, So you can bring in these, whether they're phone calls or Skype calls, you're essentially dedicating a channel to that inbound uh, source and you're subtracting the track from your other recording. So you're not going to hear that doubled sound. That exactly. You, that you would otherwise.
0: And, you're, and your and caller is not going to hear an echo or anything like that. Or a delay. Or a delay. And so um, it's Podcast Answer Man episode 39, just real quick. And if you have trouble finding it on the site, because it, it is way back in the archives now, uh, it it's there. It's easy enough to find. But if you want to avoid searching for it, just email me, feedback at gspn.tv. And the third free resource is... Um, I am very, very, very particular about the quality, the 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 layer of security of of consistent quality all the time and things not breaking. Uh, I know um, Audio Hijack Pro. Uh, that you have a one in 10 chance of that actual that software failing in the middle of an interview. And for me, that's not acceptable. For many people, it is acceptable.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you say, okay, well, if it fails, I'll just go back. You know, I'll keep the person on the line. We'll go back. We'll record it again. It's no big deal. Sometimes you don't have that option. If you're if you're getting interviews with important subjects, you know, preeminent people in their field that you're talking about, whatever Mm -hmm. your show is, they may not have the time, or that it might actually really reflect poorly on you, that mm-hmm. your your quality. I mean, you know, if, in in our case, you know, Chef Thomas Keller, who's the 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 widely recognized to be the best chef in America. Uh, when we get him on the line, we get him, but we get him for a short time. I mean, the last time Jennifer interviewed him, he was in his car on the way to the airport. Right. Um, So, I mean, he was riding in the car, (laughs) you know, someone else was driving, Um, but he was riding in the car on his way to the airport. So the time she had was the time it took him to drive to the airport. And uh, and if you mess up, you mess up. You don't get the interview. So for you, that's an unacceptable um, uh, risk. For a lot of us, especially getting started, okay, you might want to take that sure. risk, and then eventually get to the point where you're doing a more reliable solution,
0: right? And so, if and, and if you're interested in learning how to do recording, some of this stuff using Skype to even dial out to a regular phone and using software to record it, where you don't have to pay for a mixer, you don't have to buy any special equipment. There, I have a um, a forum post, a very lengthy forum post with like 13 different pieces of software you can use on the PC uh, 12 different pieces of software that you can try on the Mac all of them virtually free if not like you know 15 20 bucks and uh, of course pre preempting the list of those softwares is about you know three or four paragraphs of all the things that can go wrong and why I suggest that you don't do it Yeah, but, but, still, but no, still I think you what's you great understand. is that
1: Cliff, Cliff is always willing to give you the answers that says, look, if you're not, if you're not willing to, to hire me to help you do this, there's there's there are always other resources. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be stingy about that. Um, which is, I like that about you.
0: So basically those are available for free. And, and again, just email me and say, Hey Cliff, I'd like the, the link to these resources. Remind me what those resources were. And, and I, I know exactly where they are. I can find them in seconds and I'll shoot you a link you'll, or an email back. You'll get three links. If you don't want to bother reading for all this stuff and you want to hire me, I'm definitely open for that as well.
1: Now, before we move on, I do want to talk about another method, which is one of the methods that I use. And of course, this is going to be very circumstantial. It may not you may not be able to do this, but I like to do live interviews. I mean, mm-hmm. most of my shows on Remarkable Palette are live in-person, face-to-face oh, yes. interviews out in the field. And you don't need any special equipment for that. You need your recorder and your microphone. And I, it's the old-fashioned way. It's the reporter in the field kind of way. I go to a lot of events or I, I am lucky to to actually travel uh, quite a bit and to go to let's say I'm talking to a chef I'm in his restaurant and I love getting the real sounds of the real yes. place that he's in I mean for us it's the you know it's hearing the sizzle of the steak you're hearing the sounds Absolutely. of the kitchen or you're hearing the sounds of people at a big event you know and we're there and it gives you that sense of being in place it's that sound scene tour quality which has been something that I've done a lot of both in both my professional uh, food podcasts and in my hobby remarkably mark podcast where I just wander around the city uh, and I record and I'm, I'm in uh, my place. I mean, I, I just recently uh, revived an old tradition of doing kitchen casting where I wear the binaural microphones and I cook some recipes and I'm there in the kitchen doing my actual these are actual meals I'm cooking for clients of mine. Mm-hmm. For, for people that I cook for and I'm, I'm just talking while I cook and telling you what I'm doing and, and you get to hear every sound and, and that can be a lot of fun so if you're, if you're able to and a lot of the guests are people that you can go to or they can come to
0: you it's really great to do live in-person interviews okay? Absolutely. that's wonderful Yep, absolutely. I'll tell you what we have. Um, we have time for one more call, uh, and and then we'll we'll save. I've got the other four. I definitely am not going to erase them. We'll. I'll in fact uh, make sure that I get right back in here and record and answer the the next four questions so I don't lose them. But uh, here's the here's the last call for this particular episode.
3: Cliff, hey, it's Mark with ksadefense.com dot com out of Hot Springs, Arkansas. Just want to let you know a big thank you out there for you uh, for your help getting a WordPress installation and. Getting a site up and uh, helping us get started on this path on new media. Appreciate you do a great job and look forward to a continued relationship. And hey, just a uh, big thanks on the Google Analytics. a uh, Great tool. Uh, it's fun to watch and it's giving us a lot of great information on the site usage. Thanks and have a great day.
0: Oh well, well, thank you wow. very much. Kudos. So that, that's a kudo call. Exactly. Thank tell you very much. Tell me what is their what is their uh podcast about. K- KSADefense.com. He actually does a lot of um self-defense training. Uh, okay. uh, uh how how to handle firearms. So he does firearms training. Okay. So and, he'll tell you how to how to safely handle a gun. Exactly. And basically he wanted to provide podcasting as a means of continuing to provide free information for the community of people who have taken his classes, who are thinking about taking his classes and stuff like that. I thought it was a perfect uh, uh, blend in. And so he yeah, had hired that's a good me. public service too. Exactly. Exactly. And so uh, he had KSA defense.com and uh, Mark, thank you very much for calling in the the testimonial since uh, that was a testimonial. I, I don't want to jip anybody. We're going to get one more question in here. air. Uh, so let me hit this next button.
2: Hey, this is Wayne Henderson in sunny Southern <laughs> California. This is called Wayne. Podcast Answer Man. He knows what he's ADA, talking about. Cliff Ravenscraft at uh, gspn.tv. Hey, uh, this is Wayne. I just wanted to call to thank you for putting out the uh, Podcast dot com post uh, today, which by the time people hear it, it'll be a few days ago, but the one detailing how to include live calls into your podcasts and do uh, (laughs) interviews uh, with people and include them with your podcast. I enjoyed the diagrams. That really helped uh, it to make sense. So I just wanted to thank you. I'm saving that one because eventually I'm going to be doing that with my uh, shows as well, I hope. (laughs) Have a great day, Cliff. This is Wayne.
0: All right. Bye. Thank you so much, Wayne. Wayne is uh, obviously one of uh, our longtime listeners, listens to almost all of our shows over here at gspn.tv and, and just love the, the amount of feedback and encouragement I get from him. He's really awesome. It's nice to be loved. It, it? is. It is. And and, and, <laughs> and you guys can check out Wayne over there at MediaVoiceOvers.com, uh, MediaVoiceOvers.com. He's got a couple podcasts that he does. Let, I, I, let's find another call in here. I want a question. Let's see here.
3: Hey Cliff, this is Justin Credible in Memphis, Tennessee, and I'm calling for the Podcast Answer Man podcast. I just had a quick question about um, bit rate for your podcast. I noticed on episode 78 of the Podcast Answer Man, you did it at 96 kilobits per second, but then on episode 79, you did it at 128. So... In the course of my podcasting, I do a Geekland podcast, Entertainment Overload podcast, Infused Film podcast, and also a Three Heroes podcast, and I was just wondering, when I export my podcast uh, from GarageBand, I'm on a Mac, it gives me a, a three different type of MP3 imp- compression settings, so there's good quality, which is at 64 kilobits per second, and... You know, that one is the smallest file size, so it's, it downloads the fastest. It's but It's got good. the lowest quality. But then there's the high quality, which is 128 kilobits per second, and then there's the higher quality, which is at 192 per second. But it produces the largest file and the largest download size. So how do you decide when you're doing your compression, uh, give or take, how do you decide which one file size versus Sound quality. I was just interested in that. Thanks for all your help. Uh, you've been a great asset to me in my podcasting, and I'll continue to listen to the podcast, answer, man. Thank you, sir.
1: All right. Thank you very much. You know that kind of question is it's it's the eternal question, but I think the the, the short answer is it depends mm-hmm. um, on a lot of factors. And in a in a perfect world, we'd have lots of bandwidth. There would no, be no issue about file size. We'd have uh, you know unlimited storage, unlimited transfer. Uh, Everyone would have high speed internet, but unfortunately we don't yet. So the question becomes, look, if you've got a longer episode, a longer podcast, you may need to choose a lower bit rate simply so that the file size isn't enormous. Um, It's especially an issue for those of us who do video. I mean, I put out a lot of video. I would love to put every episode out in HD, um, but that's expensive. I mean, it costs me a lot of money. When uh, when people download that, I mean, if it's a large file size and I get a lot of downloads of it, you know, that that's a lot of bandwidth. So for video, you know, we're choosing the medium range, you know, we're not going to get the best super quality uh, on the video. Um, And with audio, it's the same thing. I think it's a matter of choosing, you know, what you can afford based on your particular uh, plan, you know, whatever, how you pay if you're if you're fortunate enough to to have a host where you don't pay anything, you're free and you have unlimited, then I guess you can afford to have larger file size. But even then, the other people on the There's other still side still more to think about, yeah, they may have a limit. I mean,
0: Australia, the US,
1: the U.S., we benefit from for most for the most part, we don't have a limit on how much we can download. But other countries do. Australia is an example. Um, a lot of countries in Asia um, are an example where, you know, they pay by how much they download, which is why cell phones are so much more advanced and so much more popular and so much more used in certain countries than they are here in the U S because they get unlimited uh, rate plans on their cell phone, but not on their internet. So they're not going to download huge files onto their computer.
0: Right. So, so I do want to mention a couple things as it relates to the audio. First of all, uh, one of the services that I use is libsyn.com, L I B S Y N.com. And you don't pay for bandwidth. So it doesn't matter how many times people, Uh, download, but you do pay for amount of storage space per month, per 30 day cycle for each individual file and, and how much size that takes up on that, on that server. Still extremely affordable. I can't imagine anybody listening to this podcast who couldn't afford it. And, uh, if you want to know more, uh, check out lipsyn.com, L I B S Y N dot com. There are many other services out there, but let me, let me talk about this compression for just a moment. First of all, I'm going to talk about the two different kinds of MP3. MP3 compression, two main times. Uh, there might be more, but uh, the most common is called LAME, L A M E. And then, as far as I'm concerned, there's a reason why it's called LAME because I think the results are lame. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I, I'm very much big into audio. And it's one of the reasons why you're going to find a majority of all of my content being released at 128 kilobits per second. Uh, it's lame encoder basically, uh, does its encoding in such a way that anything below 128 kilobits per second is going to start sounding garbled, even, even if it's, even if it's voice. Yeah. Now, tinny. And, and it'll sound tinty. Uh, so anyway. With voice, you can get by with lower bit rates. A matter of fact, you could actually use the lame encoder and do 96 kilobits per second, and it's not going to be any problem at all. You do, you do the 64 kilobits per second, your start on voice, you're going to be a little tinty. People will still listen to you. Tinny. Tinny. (laughs) But anyway, people are still going to listen to you, but it's not going to be an enjoyable experience. Now, here's the deal though. I have, uh, Adobe Audition for my professional editing here. And it uses not the lame encoder, but it uses the Fraunhofer encoder. Yeah, 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 Fraunhofer, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, Fraunhofer is the person who actually, uh, created the, 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 um, the codec for creating these MP3 compressed files. And it costs a lot of money for a software Developer Like Adobe to license that encoder. But I will tell you, the results are amazing. I actually have done this before where I have taken a recording with audio. I'm sorry, with with music and my voice and encoded it at 64 kilobits per second. And it sounds better than the lame encoder at 128 right? kilobits per second. So it, like anything, it's not just about the speed or the power. It's about the quality that you get out of it and the algorithm they use and what they're removing from the sound. So mm-hmm. and, and so basically you, you have that to, to consider. But general rule of thumb, in my opinion, is it really depends upon two things. Number one, how long is your audio podcast? And number two, do is it spoken word only or are you putting in audio clips like music? If you're putting in music, you you don't I mean, number one, if you're putting in music you're probably want doing that. So your podcast sounds a little better or sounds a little bit more professional well if you put a music and you release it at, at at 96 kilobits per second you're shooting yourself in the foot i mean you might as well if you if 96 kilobits per second is is going for the file size that you need then leave out the leave out the music because right. that, it cheapens the sound it reminds me of, you of those
1: old transistor radios that where you know you'd listen to the am radio on a on a small transistor yeah you could hear the song but it wasn't the same as hearing it in full stereophonic sound on a really High quality system, um, you know you'll hear what it is, but you won't experience the quality. and And people will listen to that, but they won't listen to it for a long time, yeah. and they won't keep coming back over and over. So if you really want to develop an audience, then have the good quality
0: sound exactly. And and so my my suggestion, and and this is general rule of thumb. It doesn't matter if you're using Fraunhofer or if you're using the Lame encoder. One hundred twenty eight kilobits per second works for almost everything. However, if you are Voice only, I mean, strictly voice, no music at all. You can get by on 96 kilobits per second. I personally unsubscribe from any podcast that release content at 64 kilobits per second. And there are there are some podcasts that um, are industry leaders, such as, you know, we do a lot of TV show fan podcast here. Um, I do not listen to the official Grey's Anatomy podcast. I do not listen to the official Private Practice podcast. The old, there there is one podcast that I listen to at 64 kilobits per second, and that is the official Lost podcast. And it's simply because I love Damon and Carl. Yeah,
1: there's something about, and it's it's shocking because they they actually stream their their video episodes on their website, so it's not about bandwidth for them. Yeah, it's just like hello, like someone slap them upside the head. Why are you encoding your podcasts at this rate? It it just, they it's sound lame. horrible. It is lame.
0: It's very lame. It is lame. So anyway, Mark, I'll tell you what. We, we've gone through. I think we only have like one or two questions left, and we're still under an hour. So let me just do yeah. this real quick. Let's, Let's knock them out.
3: Cliff, this is Ed Davis from South Carolina. I just wanted to say congratulations. Perseverance uh, wins out, and I'm so glad you got your application Oh, um, yes. In the App Store. That's awesome. I've already <laughs> right. downloaded it. As soon as I get back to the office, I'm going to write a glowing review for the you. GSPN uh, I hope all of this uh, works out for you and you get many, many, many new uh, GSPN Plus numbers. Again, congratulations, and we'll be talking to you
0: soon. All right. Thank you so much, Ed Davis. Uh, and of course, uh, for people who have been listening to Podcast Answer Man for a while, you know, a long time ago, uh, I had mentioned that we were creating an application for the iPhone so that you could uh, listen to our shows via 3G or Wi-Fi connection on your iPod Touch or if you have 3G on, on your iPhone and you can stream our stuff without even being downloaded. I mean, you can get a Twitter message from me and says, hey, I just released a, a new episode into the podcast feed, even if it's a plus member only feed and you actually have the ability, whether you're a plus member or not, to, to go and, and listen to the most recent stuff without it happened to sync from your computer, yeah. which is really cool. And uh, it took forever for them to approve it, but it is out there. In fact, if you just go to iTunes into the uh, store and, and just do search, for just type in gspn.tv. And, of course, that's going to pull up uh, uh, probably about 20 podcasts. Well, but luckily, when, they li- when the results are only
1: listed a couple and then they see, see more. So you'll have the podcast grouping and yep. you'll have the app store
0: Right there. There'll be the one app will show up right there. In the exactly. App and you'll, you'll be looking for a, a blue GSPN logo, square blue GSPN logo with rounded corners. All right. Last voicemail here. This is from Jeff, it looks like.
4: Hey, Cliff. Uh, I just want to send you a voicemail to let you know that uh, I found your website a couple weeks ago, the Podcast Answer Man. And I'm sending you this voicemail because uh, I just I just really wanted to thank you for all the information you have on there. I basically I downloaded all the episodes uh, starting from the beginning, and uh, basically within a uh, two week period of time, I was able to uh, listen to them all and uh, you know put some stuff together and get uh, get some information, uh, some missing information that I had. Uh, my background is uh, I've been wanting to start a podcast for the last year. And uh, so I've been looking on the Internet and literally have spent months and hundreds and hundreds of hours looking at how to have a good quality uh, podcast out there. And when I was doing that, I had to fill in a lot of the blanks because there was a lot of different opinions out there, a lot of different information. Um, you know, a lot of people were trying to be helpful, um, you know, and there's probably a little bit of inf- you know, misinformation that goes on out there. And so when I found your site, I was, at, I was glad to be able to download all the episodes and listen to them from the beginning and kind of get your little you know your life story and stuff like that and, and the different things that you're doing. And uh, I just I thought it was awesome. Um, I ended up buying a, a condenser microphone. Uh, I ended up buying a, uh, also a Behringer, uh, I think it was a 1204 uh, FX mixer, which is a great mixer. But the, I bought a Behringer B1 condenser microphone. And this is actually what I'm talking on right now. And what I learned after listening to your show and actually using my microphone a few times is that it picks out a lot of, uh, outside ambient noise, uh, fans and different things going on. And, uh, I wish I had, uh, found your website, you know, a year ago when I first started looking at a podcast and you would have saved me a ton of money and time, uh, in putting this podcast together because, uh. Unfortunately or fortunately, whichever way you look at it, I kind of had to I had to figure things out on my own. And sometimes it was like pulling my hair out. And I just want to let your listeners know out there that, you know, you've got the best information out there. You're, you, uh, you know what you're doing. And I, I'm just glad to uh, have been able to, uh, you know, listen to you over the past couple weeks and get a lot of the information that I need. And I just say that, uh, you know, anybody that, you know, needs anything, uh, for podcasting in my opinion out of all the different websites and different stuff I've looked at you are the guy to go to
0: alright uh, Jeff thank you so much for that looks like that was about ha- the halfway point of of his voicemail but uh, I think people definitely got the point there and, and I appreciate that and, yeah. and I'm so thankful that that you found it helpful and and you know folks that's what i'm here for i, I want to be helpful to everybody and uh i love providing answers and and uh I, I have a real strong desire and passion to have people you know have the ability to just get behind a microphone and come alive yeah you know yeah. And, and 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 experience just some of the joy of what i experience. And pursue and your passion the thing pr- you love to do exactly and uh you know, d- this is just so much fun. Mark, thank you for joining me. Thank you as always. Yes. And finally, I'm here in the studio in with the you. In the studio. We've no been, doubt. we've been
1: on many podcasts together, but never uh in the, at the same time except, you know, out in in
0: real life. But exactly. now it's the first time we're really I'm behind the mic. Yeah, in the GSPN.tv World Headquarters. So anyway, <laughs> uh, folks, check us out over podcastanswerman.com. Mark can be found over at culinarymedianetwork.com. Yes. And uh, recently I've been posting videos from
1: my what I call Chef Mark's Indonesian Adventure. I went to Indonesia uh, for a wonderful blogger conference and we got to discover the country and I got to eat so many good foods and it's you know it's something that's very exciting. So that, that video is out. And uh, we're also doing a lot of great videos from Nova Scotia, from Williamsburg, Virginia, and we'll have soon some from our trip to Switzerland.
0: Very cool. And so all of that can be found at Culinary Media network and uh, of course there are many ways you can get your questions here answered uh, one is that you can submit questions for podcast answer man uh, via email it is the least likely way that you'll get onto the show but uh, I that still don't like to read those long emails I still accept them at feedback at gspn.tv. I prefer getting consulting requests but if you do it like we said earlier if you you just need a quick link to some of the stuff that I've mentioned uh, just email me tell me what it is you heard and, and I can get you those links back real quick Short, brief, and to the point. Thank you. Uh, so, anyway, and then the next one, of course, uh, and we love this. If you call in on our listener line, you can tell this is the preferred method of us uh, playing and hearing your voice, and it also gives you an opportunity to say, you know, hey, I'm from suchandsuch.com. You know, what yeah, a great way to plug, plug yourself yeah. there. We don't What's the we, number. It's area code eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. And of course, uh, we do have a forum over at gspn.tv forum where there is a podcast answer man sec- section. And of course, uh, if you are listening to this on the free feed, you may notice if you look back, you don't have every single episode of the podcast answer man anymore. Uh, if you want to get every single episode and keep up to date with all the latest and greatest in podcasting, make sure you hear all the questions and the answers. Head over to gspn.tv and learn what plus membership is. I'm a plus member. That's right. Thank you very much. Until next time, join the community.